Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 36 is really about um, contrasting the wicked with the Lord's servants. Now, David often uh, contrasts the wicked and the righteous, but here specifically he uses the servant, the Lord's servant, uh, the term several times. And in the prefix, he refers to himself as David, the servant of the Lord. Now, only um, one other psalm that comes to mind uh, does that. And so uh, this is a fairly unusual designation by David of himself in a prefix uh, to the psalm as the servant of the Lord. But it's very appropriate because he's contrasting the wicked and the Lord's servants. So the occasion for the writing of this is unknown. But David spent a, a great deal of his efforts composing the various psalms and then pointing out the difference in the destiny of the Lord's people versus the destiny of of those who reject God. He points out the behavior of the wicked versus the behavior of those who love God. And here he makes the the contrast of uh, the Lord's love is specifically pointed towards those who are the servants of the Lord versus um, uh, those who are sinful and um, wicked. And so there's a little bit of prophetic um, message contained within the psalm that David has. He actually uses the words, I've got a message from God uh, concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. And so um, we often think of David prophesying about um, Jesus as the Messiah. But here he's got a little prophetic um, slant um, with some of his observations for the wicked. So as in all the scriptures, he's operating under the direct inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But here he actually claims inspiration within the context of the uh, the psalm itself. So it's not a very long psalm. Let's read Psalm 36. For the director of music of David, the servant of the Lord. I have a message from God in my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before their eyes. In their own eyes, they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. The words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or to do good. Even on their beds they plot evil. They commit themselves to a sinful course and do not reject what is wrong. Your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God! People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Continue your love to those who know you, and your righteousness to the upright in heart. May the foot of the proud not come against me nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. See how the evildoers lie fallen, thrown down, and unable to rise. 
And so indeed, uh, David is the Lord's servant and uh, was for the duration of his life. But he, he um, has a message from God concerning uh, wicked people and the sinfulness of the wicked. He says, there's no fear of God before their eyes. In their own eyes, they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. Now, that's an interesting observation. They flatter themselves. They are self-absorbed so much that they can't comprehend uh, their sinfulness. And so sometimes in the world, we are taught to be self-centered. But in the kingdom of God, we're taught to be Christ-centered. It's a big difference. And so being centered too much on yourself is a, is a bad thing. Of course, there can be self-hatred and a, a lack of health. The uh, self-esteem is not a good thing. But this focusing too much on themselves, in, in David's observation, causes the wicked to um, not recognize their own sin. He says, the words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or to do good. And I think we could all agree these are hallmarks of, of um, wicked people, deceit and failure to do good. Even on their beds, they plot evil. They commit themselves to a sinful course and do not reject whatever is wrong. And so that's a, a broad brush. They're committed to evil, multifaceted evil. And then David extols some of the virtues of the Lord. He says, your love, Lord reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the sky. And so the two virtues that we're well familiar with um, that Yahweh possesses, love and faithfulness. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains. Your justice is like the great deep. And so two more virtues, righteousness and justice. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. Now, friends, it is certainly true that Christians are people that are, are very centered on God and centered on the fact that the, the Lord Jesus came to die for people, and the animal kingdom is supposed to be a, a subordinate order below um, the dominion of people. However, Christians should be the greatest animal lovers on earth because God is an animal lover. And here David rightly observes, you, Lord, preserve both people and animals. And uh, there's there are scriptures that refer to the animals praising the Lord. There's actually um, a couple of passages, uh, for example, in the case of the city of Nineveh that Jonah prophesied against, of the animals fasting. And uh, whether their human captors made them do that, or there was an awareness of judgment hanging over the animals and they voluntarily fasted, we don't know. But my point is, God is concerned with animals. He is concerned with animal kindness, and he's concerned with animal cruelty. And no one who considers themselves a follower of the Lord Jesus uh, should ever be guilty of anything less than kindness to animals. David goes on to observe, How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. He says, People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Now, this is a, a refrain that's common in uh, Davidic writings, the shadow of the Lord's wings. This does not necessarily mean that Yahweh has wings. He might. We don't know. But the idea is uh, like a, a baby bird under the protection of its mother or father, and the wings um, represent protection. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, 
we see light. Now, that also is an interesting observation because Jesus came on the scene in the New Testament declaring himself to be the light of the world. Here, David writes, in your light, we see light. And so uh, John, the gospel writer, equates Jesus with the light that came into the world. There's a short prayer for continued blessings for the righteous. David writes, continue your love to those who know you and your righteousness to the upright in heart. We certainly can say amen to that, Lord. And then there's a prayer of protection from wicked people. He says, may the foot of the proud not come against me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. See how the evildoers lie fallen, thrown down, and not able to rise. And so, Lord, we want to be committed to your purposes in our generation. Lord, we're committed to you. You are our God. You are our bridegroom. You're our king. Lord, you are the righteous one. You're the God of light. And Lord, in your light, we indeed see light. Continue to enlighten our understanding as to who you are and how we can draw closer to you. Lord David made many prophetic observations concerning the wicked and the righteous. May we be found among the Lord's righteous servants. David was able to call himself the servant of Yahweh. May we do likewise. And also we are the servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bless you for your continued blessings. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.